0: warning. The Catholic Man Show contains high levels of manliness. If you think you may be too weak to withstand the manliness represented in the following program, please do yourself a favor and stop listening now. If you choose to continue in spite of this warning, if at any time you feel yourself overcome by the manliness, stop immediately and consult your closest
1: medical professional. And now, for the not so fair, faint, or
0: frilly, we present The Catholic Man Show.
1: Welcome to The Catholic Man Show. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass. Adam and here sitting with David Niles in Studio in a. In the cave. We're in the cave. different yeah. looking Studio. We are in. We're in Plato's phase, Cave. We're in phase one of three phases of hmm. re renovating. Trinitarian phase, I see. Yes. Yeah. Uh, renovating the uh, Studio. Yeah. So it's coming. We're
0: either in the bunker. Like deep within, Ooh, okay. or or within, we're in Plato's cave. I'm not deep sure. Deep within. Yep. Oh yeah.
1: That terrible '70s song, <laughs> or whatever it was. Anyway, uh, so we have a delicious drink. Let, let's actually review what we normally do on the show. It's been a while. It's been since, a, a while. Do since, we have a man gear today? Uh, we kind of do. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Um, I uh, dig it. But. It's been a little bit since we've had just a get back to the basic get to the root
0: of the Catholic Man show. Yeah, back to basics. Dave, what it's are we What's a good thing to do in Lent? Back to basics. Back to basics yeah. in
1: Lent. What are we what are we doing
0: on the show? I have no idea. Oh, what the what the three things that we do? Yes. That's yes. a totally different question. Yes. So the three things that we do every episode, one, we open, review and enjoy a manly beverage. Number two, we highlight a man gear of some kind, hoping to distill a manly virtue, from its essence. Such a good sound. Mm -hmm. Number three, we have a manly discussion on a manly topic. You should be warned, the Catholic Man Show involves high levels of manliness. If you or anyone in the listening radius is susceptible to high levels of manliness, please be warned, this show will be harmful to your health. If you thought the coronavirus was deadly, just wait until you listen to this show. If you're if you're a weenie man and you listen to this show, you might die. That's how serious we're talking here. To okay? self. To self or something. Here, go on. Or you just might have a conniption because the truth hurts sometimes. Okay. You you dig? I dig. You dig? I, I think I dig. I don't know. So we'll if, you're, s- if you're one of those weenie men, I'm telling you, proceed no further.
1: Or with caution, at Hit least. Hit
0: the square button on your device. Okay.
1: The drink we're dr- we're having tonight. Okay, that okay. went further than I wanted. Yeah, that's, that's, I really was not wanting. That's you to what do that. I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> the drink that we're having tonight is the Belvini Pete. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The Week of Pete, fourteen year.
0: Uh, I broke this pin. This oh, is broken. Okay,
1: good, good, broken. <laughs> Just is how I like it. Uh, Belvini Wheat of peat Week of Pete fourteen year. Um, I'm really excited about it because Ooh, I it love smells, Belvini. It smells and I good. I love peat. So you combo this it's, up. It smells like bag. Well, so they actually talked about. So what happens is, is, is once in the summertime and once in the wintertime, uh, they have a week where they clean out all their distills. And yeah. so what they do is they do go the same, back.
0: I do the same thing with the bathroom. Once a year, I clean it, and it's great. Well, okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs>
1: so they clean it, and, and, and during that week, they decided, "Well, we'll go back to our roots, and we will go back to the peat in Scotland." So were and we'll, they
0: originally? I mean, and I guess probably all the Scottish people were originally peaty because there's nothing else to burn. Like if they're going to be roasting the barley, or I don't the, know that for certain. But, I mean, that's what they would have burned is yeah. just the peat.
1: So um, anyway, so that this that's what they do once in the summer, once in the in the winter time. Uh, the 14 year and i'm really excited about it. So what they did was they said that they got it up to the uh i believe man is it 30 30 the number 34 uh like peatiness p- parts per million on Yeah the, on, um, the, on, the, on the peat scale yeah 30 parts per million uh which is similar to Laphroaig or Ardbeg and they they blended it in with the their Belvini which is always a little sweeter yeah. so let me read the tasting notes for you
0: okay you want to do that before or after you try it i'm just going to do my own thing you go ahead i'm going to try so, it that's so, what that means So it's, yeah <laughs> so it's typical okay so the nose is a gentle sweet peat smoke
1: lighter floral notes and delicate butterscotch honey the taste velvety and round mm. to taste with a peat smoke balancing citrus flavors oaky vanilla and blossom honey and the finish is a gentle smoke with a lingering and creamy vanilla sweetness. Because Belfini is mm. typically like the vanilla, the sweet, the caramel.
0: Right. Uh, I mean, it's, that's, a high, it's a highland. Right. Yeah. Uh
1: side. Is it space
0: What's the difference?
1: Well, region. Yeah, but really. Space is is uh typically a little. Um, they're they're basically they're very the similar. same.
0: Yeah. Anyway uh so what are, your, what are your thoughts besides good it's good it's I so get it. good okay we, oh my we, we, gosh we've, we've covered that give me a second give me a second well you've already tried it even i just took one sip It t- I takes, yeah i mean Juan, what did you think did you did you enjoy it mm-hmm. Mucho. yeah the uh it is a this is a great combination you still get some of the vanilla notes which i really like vanilla i think most men really like vanilla Mm-hmm. Just the smell and the flavor. I really like the smell of vanilla. But uh, it has definitely some of the vanilla. The Yeah, it's very similar in a level of peatiness to Ardbeg. It's not wow. as peaty as Laphroaig, I would say. No. But it's it kind of has a little bit of iodine at the what end. What a treat that is. Yeah, it's really nice. This is really nice. It is and, well, the one they very did, well balanced. The one they did last year was... Was very much the same. I mean, I don't, I don't remember mm-hmm. if it's the sa- tasted the same, but I remember that it was really well done.
1: Hmm. Man, that is that is very. So last
0: year's was called Pete Week, and mm-hmm. this one's called the Week of Pete.
1: Hmm. And I'm not sure
0: what are they going to do next year. I wonder. You what
1: know? well, I think actually, man, I, I should have done. Re- I'm not positive on on the difference, but I th- I believe there is actually a difference. I'm not sure if it's the look the time of year that they do it or or what. I'm not positive. I didn't have yeah. a chance to look that up,
0: but and I lied earlier when I said that I clean my bathroom once a year. I don't. I don't ever I well, don't. That is really good it's It's so good, Adam. It is so good It's good. oh
1: it, it is very well balanced. So earlier today, uh actually, it was last night, Luke came in and he had oh. a he said, "Look what I found," and it was a old c d. That I had, and he was, and he was like, "Can we listen to like
0: it?" Doctor Dre or something?
1: No, it was a, it was Red Dirt, it was a Red Dirt Country. Okay, yeah, from from back college. in college, yeah. And I started thinking, I was like, "What is the one CD like? One of the first CDs that you had that was kind of embarrassing that you had? Like, if you look back on it now, it's a little embarrassing that you had it."
0: What was what was that for you? So, uh, I have only bought. Maybe two or three CDs in my whole life.
1: Hmm.
0: I um had oh, this conversation is going to go well. Uh, well, yeah. So I had I had older, very tech savvy cousins. So I was on the ground floor when it came to pirating music <laughs> as a younger She's, person who I, I have since repented of. Right. Okay. Uh, in in my in my manhood, I've come to see that this is not the right way to acquire the things that I want. Stealing them is not the way to go. Okay. Right. But. As a just a matter of fact, this was maybe maybe the better like I didn't buy any of them because I knew how to get them otherwise. Okay. So what was one of the ones that you stole then illegally? Well, I don't even know because when you just, when they're free, you, you just who cares? You just everything. like just everything. I want all of it. You so know, one of then the then I discovered torrents, and oh, it's like that's who, a ball game. Who cares? Yeah. You know, discography of everybody. Yes, exactly. I'll I'll take the discography discography. Yeah. Um, so one of
1: the first ones that I had was boys to men. Do you remember nice. boys to oh, men? Of course I remember boys to men. I had like this, I like this, uh, thought of, I, I love the harmony, like harm- harmony. Yeah. And so like the, this, you totally so, could
0: have been in a boy band. No. I mean, aside, Other, aside, aside from, from, the, from like, aside from not being from able the to fact dance, that you can't sing, not be able to yeah. sing
1: uh, or dance, I could definitely be in a boy you band. You can dance, right? I mean, Adam, like. They'll teach you that part, sure it's fine, sure, but I had like I, I I looked back and I had a uh when when Luke showed me that I, I started looking back in some of my old tds and I was like I had like Brian McKnight, remember that dude no, like this I don't. like r and b soul music uh boys to men type of stuff and I remember like just in think thinking like how did they how did they do that with their voice that was that was incredible. <laughs>
0: uh and so anyway like i'm sure I, that's just how they can sing it's probably not mastered at all it was it was it's was just really funny like it yeah. brought back a lot of memories yeah. as well because boys and men that was like right about the time where they have figured out hey we don't even actually need you to be good at singing we can actually fix that for you on the, on the computer Probably so. Yeah, because remember, Britney Spears was going around lip-syncing at all of her concerts, and right. you know, they had auto. She was auto-tuned, and
1: I think everybody was. at yeah. that Point. Well,
0: that's it. Was coming out. That's what I'm saying. Is you right. know. So. Anyway, you could have been a boy band. You could have. Yeah. You know what? I missed my calling.
1: Dang what it! A, what a what a fail! Dang it! Um. So anyway, how, how's your link going? Now that your bad How's my lent is going? It's yes. going very well. L- well, isn't it, it? It's uh, not. It, it's sacrificial. I, I mean, other than yeah. the first. two well, I mean, weeks, like, no
0: one. Ge- no one cares anymore that you're in the hot. You were in the hospital. No, no. I mean, no I, one. I was just gonna say, like, well, Exodus ninety. Really, Lent is just like, oh yeah, I'm still doing Exodus ninety. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I am pumped about Easter. Me too, man. Cannot wait to abandon the habits I've acquired. <laughs> That's what Exodus ninety is all about, yeah! right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> just bail on everything that we've learned. Uh So when we get back, we're going to jump into uh, a little bit of a man gear, what we've been maybe reading throughout Lent. Okay. And then we're going to talk about the virtue of humility. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan. Just in case you're curious, we have Juan Posada on the buttons and Jimbo Baggins here in the studio with us. Who is now enjoying Pete. Yes. Yeah, he in fact he just said he that he we He said we may be turning him into a peated Whiskey fan. So, if nothing else. It has been worth it. It has been worth if, all of this. If nothing else. We can close up shop. Right. If nobody is ever converted to Jesus <laughs> by our show, at least we converted Jim to peated whiskey. <laughs> so there's that. So there's that. That's worth a lot Be- to me. Be- Be- Bel- Bel- belvini, week of peat. Belvini? Belvini?
1: Bel- we look belvini. 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 A week of peat. Can you do it with a 14. Scottish accent? No, I cannot. Uh, 14 year it's uh, just shy of a hundred dollars.
0: Okay. In the ninety dollar So range. this is a this is a you know a special. It's a treat. Yeah. Unless you're um, like Jeff Bezos or something.
1: Right. So throughout XS90, we, we've obviously given up TV, music. Yeah. Um, I gave up toilet paper. <laughs> How's that? Never mind. I don't care how that's working out for you. I've been. I, I, you uh, know.
0: Okay. So one thing I did. I forgot to mention this on the show. Last time, when I was in the hospital, I picked up knitting, okay? Because I was just sitting there for nine days. Knitting or crochet? Knitting. Okay. Not crochet. I I don't know how to crochet. Okay. Pamela was there one day, and she goes, hey, do you want to learn to knit? And I said, yes, I do. I want to do something. Yes, actually, that sounds (laughs) nice. (laughs) And actually, it was kind of nice, because it's very, like, you know... I'm interested on how you, you can just keep going and keep doing it, but it gives you something to do. You're productive. All of a sudden, I could be productive while sitting in the in the chair. Okay, so anyway, recently I decided I'll just knit toilet paper. I'll just make... Pff, you guys in your disposable toilet paper. I can I can solve this. I'll, I'm gonna knit me some nice toilet paper. It's gonna be great. Good for you, dude. Just like just like uh, washable diapers, you know. Man, this cloth show, diapers. is just, just just like that. Show, man gear. This shows, This yeah, is the man gear segment. This is a terrible. I'm segment. knitting my own toilet paper. That is, gotta. I don't know. That's not it. Uh,
1: I it's have something ha- though. Okay. I have had an opportunity to start reading more throughout okay. excess yeah, night. Have
0: you yeah. had a chance to reading? I mean, no. You had? I haven't. I have so many projects going at home, like between remodeling my bathroom. Fixing the holes in the walls that I've created in an attempt to remodel my bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's been, been pretty busy. It's been pretty busy. So one of the one of the nice things about XS90 that that I've
1: enjoyed is at the end of the night after we get all the kids down, the house is finally silent. You're able to like decompress for a minute. And typically it's like okay, let's turn on, you know, an episode of The Office yeah. or you know something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently it's been more of both Haley and I have picked up a book and let's let's just read together not you not know out loud not allowed to each other yeah but have you tried that yeah oh yeah. yeah uh and that's worked out really well yeah
0: yeah um what what have you have you done what kinds of books have you done it with
1: uh we've done a lot of, like marriage books we've done a couple marriage books interesting okay um and uh we did a we did one where we actually weren't reading out loud but we we're reading the book at the same time uh-huh. uh and it was on a fine it was a finance book on getting our finances in check, which yeah. is a show that we need to do at some point, At some point. Um, but anyway, uh and so I I've, I've I've knocked out
0: f- four books now. So you get have you guys read a fiction to each out loud to each other with our kids? Okay. But not not just to each other, like not to each other. Yeah, okay. No. You should read out loud to each other The Awakening of Miss Prim. That's one we It's not very long, chapters the chapters are very doable, you know. Like mm-hmm. that's that's important when it comes to reading a book together. If the chapters are too long, you know, you just keep. You know, it's. It, I think you want a good twenty-minute chapter, something like that. You could do two of them if you want, but you can just kind of do one in a good space of time for the day, and then maybe do other stuff or whatever.
1: How do you? How do you like set a? A goal of, of for re- do you have goals for reading? Nope,
0: you don't you just try to try to read whenever you can. To me, reading is a leisure uh, and so I don't if I set a goal for reading, then I lose that sense of leisure in it. Now really? I'm trying to finish it just to finish it It's now it's a now it's a work for okay. me. If I have a goal to finish, now I'm working, I'm not le- it's not leisure. So, Interesting. if I don't set a goal, I just, this is what I'm reading, and I have, whether I read two pages today, or I read 20 pages today, it's just about the, enjoying those pages that I do read. Hmm. Whereas if I have a goal, I'll say, no, I need to read 10 pages, I don't care if I like them or not. You see what I'm saying? I do. What are you reading right now? Well, I just finished Gone with the Wind. How was it? Very good. I loved the ending. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... It's very long.
1: Yeah, it's a long book. It's
0: very, very, very long. I I, I audio booked it, and it's still like a little confusing. Do you say that you read an audiobook? Yeah. That's Andrew Pudaw says yes. He says you read it with your ears. Well, he's smarter than. And I if am. he says it, then I go with it. You know, right? Um, but what
1: about a physical book? When's the last like the last? So right now
0: book? I'm reading the Confessions. Yeah. Oh, you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How's that going? I'm in mean, like book three. It's going. It's going very well. Are you doing it in adoration? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're, and you're doing it? And I ordered a, I, I would have brought it, but I, I found like 16 bucks on eBay, a beautiful gold leaf, like leather bound. It's it's big too. Oh, nice. So it's got, it's that old fashioned where the wide margins, you know, kind of big set mm-hmm. uh, type uh, print. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice to read. It's got a, a really nice uh, ribbon built, you know, attached. Mm-hmm. So it's very it's a very nice book to read as well. Thick pages, you know. It's got mm-hmm. all it's got all the feels. Okay, nice. But it's going very well. Good. I like. I, I really enjoy it. What I didn't expect is that you know the confessions, the big the the line everybody knows is my heart is, my heart is, restless. Heart is restless until it rests in you. It's like on the first page. Yeah, it's one of the first things. That, it's at the very beginning. Right. I was expecting to you know get into the book, kind of build up to it, the and then it's like oh. Well, okay, I guess I'm done with this book. First page, great, check it off, you know. Uh, but and and also the other, what's the other thing? There's one other thing people talk about. This when he steals the pears, right? It's also at the very beginning, right? You know, it's in the first book, right? Um, so the book, it, the Confessions, is arranged in books, sort of like big chapters, kind of. I don't know how many there are, because I haven't, I haven't looked and I haven't finished it, but uh, probably six, seven. Just guess, judging by the fact that I'm in book. Three. So okay. um
1: there's four actually.
0: Oh really? Anyway. Okay. Is that true?
1: I said four minutes. Oh. So four minute oh.
0: Four minute mark is what one is. I didn't is. say
1: I, I actually thought oh. that was just four.
0: Okay, I don't know. Anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. What are you reading?
1: Uh so I just finished a book on uh Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln.
0: Yeah. And that was really interesting. It's a really interesting I, book. So how many is a score? <laughs> I don't know. Twenty. Is it twenty? Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't sure. Oh, I also just finished Robin Hood. Oh, <gasps> yeah. How was it? Very good. So really? Good. Very good.
1: So I just fin- I, f- I just finished that one, and I finished a another book on finance called Fire. Okay. I f- finished that maybe a week and a half a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm almost done with this book that is spirited the topic for today on. Uh, it's called Humility of Heart. And it is uh, a book that my, my wife gave me for, for Christmas. It was one of those crazy things where I was listening to some kind of podcast or some kind of YouTube Catholic talk, and they had mentioned this book on humility. And I said out loud as I was listening to it, she, I think she was doing the dishes or something like that. The kids were already down in bed. I was listening to it. And I was like, oh, that'd be a great book for me to listen, or for me to read. And she logged it in her memory. And I can't do that. I can't I, I tried to do that. I mean, that and then the next day, I it thought, was phenomenal. what She's, was that
0: thing that I was going to get for my wife? It was so yeah, awesome. She,
1: and she, in fact, it was, she did it so long ago that when I opened it, I was like, huh, what an interesting book. I had totally forgotten I even said I've it. Never heard of this book. And yes, so, you have. Until she told me. You like, said you wanted to read it. Right. And so it's it's by, uh, Father, I'm going to butcher this bad. Uh, Father, because uh, Cajetan, Caj- Cajetan? 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 Uh, Mary de Berger- Bergamo. I
0: think, I think it's an H. Cajetan. Cajetan? Cajetan.
1: Mary, and so he's a Caperton... Uh,
0: it's not English. That is not an monk. English name.
1: He, he was uh, 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 from the 18th century. And he wrote this book on mm. humility. And it's called Humility of Heart. And it's one of those books where as you're reading it, you're just highlighting every other paragraph yeah, yeah and it's like i i can't highlight the whole dadgum book right you know because then that's sh- y- defeats w- why the purpose. highlight anything right. right uh but as you can i mean as, as i go through it's kind of like, like the four card- cardinal I'm, virtues you know it's like very yeah. similar to the joseph peber's for in fact that's another one that i just finished was uh uh, a book on it's a small treatise on on human virtues by Joseph Piper that I got hmm. from Clear Creek Monastery it's specifically very small. human virtues yes uh it, it was it's very small so then
0: the natural virtues
1: no it was actually well i mean it, it's it's natural virtues applied in a supernatural form okay um so anyway i mean like look here's just one page i mean you can see i'm i'm like highlighting and yeah, making notes almost on
0: you have arrows yeah and so Anyway, as That's I was... That's one thing I don't do many much when I read is arrows.
1: Yeah. Uh, so w- when I was reading this, I was like, man... Juan wants you to show the camera. Okay, sorry. Um, and As I was reading this, I was like, man, I have we've got to talk about this. And wants,
0: I think he wants you to show that camera. You're not showing the right camera. Okay, sorry. There you go. So
1: uh, as I was reading this, I was like, Dave, we've got to do a, a topic on humility. And you go, I've already done it. And I went back and looked. We have not done it Yeah, a, I could have sworn humility. that we did this. So uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about the virtue of humility. Uh, And I think it'll be very interesting. I don't know. It may be terrible. We'll see. Who knows? But it's all about the truth anyway. So we'll be right back.
0: So, Adam, you've never been to Rome. I know. I keep telling you, you have to drop what you're doing and go. Dude,
1: it's on my bucket list. It's on the
0: bucket list. I know, man. Look, you've got St. Peter's Basilica. You've got Assisi, which is just a day trip away. I mean, the whole faith is just right there. Around every single corner in Rome is another church that will just blow your mind. I know. So if you're like me, you want to go
1: to Rome, but you don't know where to begin, check out our show notes. There's a banner that says Select International Tours. Click that banner. They know how to turn your bucket list into reality. They've been doing this for over 30 years, so they know what they're doing. Check it out. That's Select International Tours. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show, sitting here with David Niles, Juan on the buttons, Jim checking in on us, making sure that no one is breaking into the door as our professional bodyguard. If someone did, they would be in major dam, like major pain. Yeah, welcome to the Hurt Locker. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about humility today. We're, we're drinking a little bit of uh, Balvini, week of Pete, 14 year, we just got done talking about... Uh, different books that we've read. Specifically, Humility of Heart is one that I'm finishing, which is what's going to kind of uh, spearhead the topic tonight on the virtue of humility, one that we have not talked about. Do you want to go ahead and get out all the jokes no, on no, no. how... No,
0: no, no. I'm going to disperse them throughout. Throughout. Yeah. Okay. It's better that way. It, it, okay. Very. It really is. It
1: really is. I agree with you. Um, so, humility. Yes. H- how would you define humility? Like, what is the typical... Like, if someone said, what is humility... Mm-hmm. What, how would you define it?
0: I would say that humility is recognition of the truth of oneself. It's just, I think, recognition of reality. Yes. A, a, an appropriate assessment of reality.
1: Yeah, I think that that's a, uh, a better definition than what a lot of people would say. In, insofar as I think a lot of people would say, it's, it's not thinking about yourself as yeah, it's much. Not
0: thinking less of yourself, but thinking think of yourself, yourself less. less. That's not humility either. It it can be well no because you could think less of yourself but still but still, be... still think wrongly of yourself right. even though you're thinking wrongly of yourself less right or you could think of yourself all the time and think of yourself completely accurately yes and that is still completely humble right I agree.
1: so that's that's true I think though it's it's even more than that like as I was reading this book it, it like was very eye opening to me that it's not it's not just about Thinking of yourself less or thinking of other people more. Yeah. But it's this understanding of of God, the Creator, who is up in heaven before all of the saints, before the beautiful Blessed Virgin Mary, yeah. before all the you know, choirs of angels who are all there singing holy, 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 you know, to towards God, who is the creator of all heaven and earth. And uh, all of us, you know, here in this room, and everybody listening to this, yeah. and He's created me, who not only created me, but He like carved my
0: name on His hand. This is a very selfish example so far, but keep going. Okay, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm just saying, like <laughs> me
1: or like the, the
0: person, <laughs> not me
1: personally, Guys, but, it's but like about it's about me. me. This, is, but, all about me. Humility, this is all about, about me. In humility, we're talking about humility, right? But like you know, God, who is who has carved. Your name on his hand, who has counted every hair on your head. Yeah, who he
0: carved your name on his hand. Yeah, that's what it says
1: in, in the Bible.
0: Who oh, does it? Do you okay. do you do you not read the Bible? No. Is that something you don't do? No, I'm way past that. Uh,
1: you know, who, who's counted every every <laughs> hair on your head, and and in order in this deal, he has he has said, you know, in order for you to to live a a good life, in order for you to be ha- truly happy, you. you you obey me everything that you do is a gift from me Mm -hmm. everything that everything good that you've ever done has been because i have given it to you Mm -hmm. and we have perverted that throughout all of you know humanity we've we've struggled with self versus you know the denial you know the denial of self right to the point of where god said okay fine i'm gonna come down on earth and the god man is going to give you you know humble himself yeah. on earth and say, okay, I'm going to give you an example of of how to live. You know, imitate me. He says, like, imitate me for I am meek and humble of heart. And in this process of imitating Jesus, of imitating the God-man, it's the process of theosis, you know, of, of becoming like God. Yeah. And the only way to do that is by imitating jesus who said be humble and it's interesting how in uh how how what he did with with the apostles is he he, he told he gave him all this knowledge right he gave him all this like it's crazy and as you read read through the bible you're like wow what all did the, did the apostles know because yeah. That it's it's clear that they knew a lot more than what the Bible is is what they is, wrote down is yeah, what sure. they wrote down, but he also made sure to, to 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 show them that like this knowledge is only for the benefit of to serve others. It is not for your own good. Right. It is not for you. It's Not just for you to feel special. It's not for you to to to, uh, you know put yourself above everybody else or to say like look how great I am look how smart I am it is only for the benefit of loving somebody else yeah
0: because you're going to have a platform someday and i want you to share it with everybody right yeah
1: yeah and so it's just interesting how how in this process of like this theosis in this process of like divinization is that is that correct yeah. divinization sure of of becoming like god he gave us this blueprint in uh, in the bible of the only way you can do this is be meek, which meek is a, a very interesting word. You know, you know, it's a it's a virtue that people think like, oh, it means to be a doormat. No, it, all it means is is being able to uh, control your strength and know when to use it mm-hmm. and to be humble of heart. Yeah. And so I think that that's something that like as you read through the blogosphere or re- read through the, the Twitter's and all all of the social medias you you see all these guys you see all these people who are who are typing things that even though they're correct maybe they're correct maybe they're right mm-hmm. in what they're typing but they're not doing it out of love they're not doing it because oh yeah to, yeah you to, see to, that all the time to love the the your your, your brother you're cuz Christ died for the person that you're you're tweeting to Christ died for for everybody and uh j- just because you may be right, the way you portray it, that doesn't mean that you're doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And that's something that I think that we really struggle with. I struggle with that because as I continue to learn more, I struggle with the ego of like listen, I, I have been reading a bunch of things, I've been you know struggling or like uh, reading all the church Fathers, I've been you know, doing all these things and like I have, I've come to know a lot more about the faith. Uh, and in doing so, when I'm talking to maybe my family members or or friends or coworkers or whoever it is, uh, you know, I kind of almost have this like, no, 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 I know what I know what I'm talking. Let about me here. tell you. Let me tell, Listen to me. Mm-hmm. I have words, and they are great words. In fact, go get
0: a pen. Write some paper. Because a is lot be, this, of paper. This is going to be You're great. you going to a lot of things to write down.
1: Right, but um, that's not what Jesus said. I mean, th- that's not how Jesus did things. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's I, I think it's very frustrating on my, you know, of, I think on everybody's end of, of denying yourself, even uh, of knowing that even though you may know more, even though you may be the, the smartest man in the world, it's only a gift from God. There's nothing that you can do that you did on your own. Right. All the great things that you, you accomplish in this world is nothing without God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's only because of God.
0: Yeah. So I was thinking about this recently about how I need help from God to do everything. Mm-hmm. I need to allow him to help me with everything. And then it occurred to me that I need his help in order for me to allow him to help me with everything. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I can't even let him help me without his help in doing that. Right. And it's, it's like an infinite regression of I need his help. Because it's
1: a short circle.
0: I need his help right. in order to, for me to allow him to help me. Right. You know, and it's like such a such a profound poverty mm-hmm. of my own power. You know, it, it's just like this profound uh, receptivity that I uh, that I must be I must have, um, just because I'm totally nothing. Right. Totally nothing. It's like, what can I do? The answer is nothing. I can do nothing. Mm-hmm. I can. Christ does things through me.
1: Right, and you have to be you have to be open to that, Mm -hmm. open to that grace.
0: But you can't even be open to it unless he helps you. Right. But the thing is, he is help. He is always willing and there to help you. You know, and he has given you already that gift Mm -hmm. to say yes. You already have that gift. He's given it to you, and he is helping you. And some people still frustrate that work of Christ in the world through themselves.
1: Right. And the goal is right. The goal is 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 to be so receptive to to the point of. When somebody sees you, they say, "This man, this man has read the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. This man is—if I had to picture Jesus, like walking with Jesus today, this guy is—is is as as close as I can I can imagine walking with Jesus today." Right. And and Christ has given us this gift. Like he he wants us all to do this. this is this is what he says in in, in the Gospels? He says, you know go and baptize all, all you know, in the name of the Father, and Son, and make disciples of men, you know, and, yeah, and of, all nations. of all nations, and so he's wanting us to go do this, mm-hmm. and he, and uh, the only thing that's stopping us is our pride, so pride is the, is the ultimate thing that, that yeah. blocks us well, from virtue. Pride
0: maybe is a certainly a big thing. Fear could be another one. I mean, there's, there are, there are many things well, that okay, can stop Okay, so us.
1: why, why, would why, why do you think it's fear? So the the reason why it's fear is because you're worried about, or at least for me, this is me personally, the reason why I'm always fearful about something is because I'm worried about what other people are going to think about me.
0: Yeah, it could be, it could be, how, you're afraid how, of bodily harm, you're afraid of losing comfort, you're afraid of, I mean, it could be a lot of things. But
1: it's never about like, what, it's not the fear of the Lord. It's never like, no, no, I mean, I'm never, I mean,
0: like the, a bad kind of fear.
1: Right, but what I'm saying is, is like, if you do it the right way, like, it's the fear of the Lord, like, no, no, no. I want to make sure that I'm doing this for Christ. I don't care what other people are going yeah. to do to me yeah, or, yeah, no, or think agree.
0: think about me. I was just saying that there's other things other than pride that could stop you from going and making disciples of all nations, as, as, as you were saying. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: But yeah, so I think that the fear of the Lord, though, is, is so important— And like you know, even like I'm nervous a lot of times whenever we go on like maybe other podcasts or radio shows because I want to make sure that I say the right thing. I want to make sure that I bring people closer to Christ. But why is that? Is it because I want them to think that I know what I'm talking about, that I that that I'm smart, or that what I'm saying is is intelligent, or you know whatever it is? Or is it because I want to bring them closer to Christ? And bring them closer to heaven. And it's not about me. It's about like I just want you. I have this great gift of Christ. I talk to Him. I know Him. I know who He is, and I want you to know who He is. And that's the struggle I think that a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right, we'll continue. We'll be this. right back.
0: Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan. We're talking about humility. As the expert on the subject, I feel like I should offer a little something. The word humility comes from the word in Latin meaning of the earth. Is it humos, one. Mm H-U-M-O-S? Yes, so that means earth. That's why hummus is my favorite snack. There you go. That
1: was a good joke. That's,
0: that's not a joke. Oh, okay. You're welcome.
1: Okay. I think... Uh,
0: I do like hummus. I would eat bark if you put hummus on it.
1: Really? Maybe. How do you, how if the do you,
0: bark was not too thick.
1: How, how do you enjoy the, the scotch as, as the time has gone?
0: I, I have enjoyed it exactly as it should be. Nice. In accordance with reality. Nice. Yes. Very good. According to its, according to its goodness. In all humility. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, a little bit of that. Thank a little you. sweetness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. So I think that also it, in humility, I think there's, you know, as we do talk about other, you know, uh, other people and not necessarily about yourself, I, I think that it's interesting. Uh, well, there, There's so much there's so much pain and suffering in this world, right? There's so much. Even, yeah, I it cause today, a lot of it. You cause... I am suffering big time throughout the f- there's this episode. So, so with many, you. so
0: many fools in the world. Right. Uh, I pity the fool.
1: And I mean, even this fire. You know, I mean, there's there's so many things that are going on. That the the what the, f- the virus is. Oh, what the is, virus. Yeah. I thought you said
0: fire. Virus. So, the virus.
1: You know, there's so there's so much that that's struggling. You're we're always worried about like well, what you know th- these things sometimes turn us inward. Where it's like, what, what do I need? What do I need to do? What do, what should like what should people provide me? Yeah. And uh, you know throughout throughout it, it, it's so crazy as you read saint paul and you're re- and you're reading like romans you're reading Cor- you're, you're corinthians and he's he's just talking about so much of brotherly love and talking about how he is not uh worried about himself at all and you know there's so many things that he's done and, and he struggled with shipwreck and, and like dude he got bit by a freaking venomous snake yeah yeah he had it and had- he was just fine he was like don't worry It'll be just fine. Right. And they were like, no, no, no. People die from this. You get swolled up and you die. Yeah. And he's like,
0: I'll be just fine. He's like, I'm already swole spiritually. Right. I'm and so, so swole.
1: But it, it blew my mind the other day. At, you know, Exodus 90 has been very, very great for me is also reading the Bible because I've had an opportunity to read more yeah, of yeah. the Bible. And like in Romans 9, he's he talks about to the point of he says, I wish that I could be cut off from Christ and. If it's to save a brother, he talks about like, yeah, I'm willing That's
0: bold. That's to be bold.
1: to be cut off from from the grace of Christ. If it means to save my brother. And I thought as I was reading that and I was you know, I, I, in in unison with this book that I was reading, I was just like, holy, holy cow. This mm-hmm. is this is a different kind of humility that I like I can't fathom. It's hard for me to even wrap my mind around this idea of I'm willing to separate myself from Christ if it means I get to get you to heaven.
0: That's what, I think St. Teresa of Avila said the same thing, that she would be willing to go to hell if it meant the salvation of others. You know, and the will of God be and done. obviously... Which to me, it's like, I, I just, I guess I'm not there. Because for me, it's like, yeah, I want to save other people. But I but really want to get to heaven. But really... <laughs> right. Before I do that, I want to go to, I want to make sure I, like, where's my ticket on the bus ride, okay? Right, right. Once I have my ticket, maybe I'll help pass out some other tickets, you know? And maybe that's, maybe that's wrong. Maybe, probably, you know, because look at what St. Paul and St. Teresa of Avila are saying, you know? Right. But, uh, I mean, even, even to go- me, it's like, how can you, how can you, I don't know. I have problems with, like, you you realize the good of heaven and you're forfeiting it. You know, I, I understand because that a charity. Right. But still of, of your neighbor but still. And what they say is hypothetical because they know that's not the sure. way it works. But it's but, an expression of love.
1: But he's even willing like in 1 Corinthians when he's talking uh, uh, he's talking about these guys who who are uh been eating meat and beforehand that, you know, that in, in Corinth that they pagan traditions and they were, you know, laying up these idols. And so they were, didn't want to eat meat until they sacrificed it to these idols and all this stuff. And Paul, Paul and all these guys come in who have a lot more knowledge, who have a lot more understanding of what, you know, of, of Christ and, and all of his glory. Yeah, And they say, no, 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 you don't have to do that anymore. You know, Christ has is the ultimate sacrifice he's done it all already mm-hmm. and even though they've said that to them they weren't ready like in their conscience they weren't ready for that knowledge and they still felt like they didn't want to eat this meat and uh they felt like it was going against their conscience and it's saint paul goes back and says like guys even if they are struggling with this and it's against their conscience even though you tell them it's okay this isn't a life or death deal They say he says no. Give it up. It's not that bad. Become vegan. Basically, he says. Basically, he says, give up bacon. Become vegan if it if it upsets your brother's conscience, Mm -hmm. because uh, it means nothing if it doesn't mean that they get to to, go to heaven. And so, like, I was just sitting there reading this, and I was like, oh oh my goodness, like this is ridiculous. Like this guy is willing to give up bacon for anybody for anybody. If they're saying like this, is, I, I don't feel good about eating bacon anymore, mm-hmm. and so I was thinking like, man, this is a different kind of brotherly love. This is a different kind of friendship that, uh, not necessarily just for the bacon, but just uh, this understanding of like, I'm willing to sacrifice whatever, e- even if I'm right, even if I know that I'm right, even though if Christ has revealed this to me and I have this relationship with Christ and I'm talking to Him and and He's talking to me, and I know in prayer this is okay. This is an okay thing. And I, I, I relay this information to these people and they say like even in their conscience, they, they, they can't quite grasp it. And he says, okay, that's fine. He says, don't worry about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, don't, don't force it on them. If it goes against their conscience, just don't, don't cause your brother to fall. Right. And like, man, I was just in the reading and in contrast, like I said, in unison with this, these two verses were like mind blowing to me. Uh, cause I just, I, I couldn't grasp, we, we talk about brotherhood all the time. We talk about true friendship and this idea of, you know, making sure that your, your brother, you know, you're getting your, your, your friends and your, 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 your wife and everybody else to heaven. And I thought, man, I don't know if I have, like, I don't know if I'm, I'm willing to say like, I'm willing to be cut off from Christ
0: to make right. sure. Yeah, that's that, kind of, that's kind of what I say because I'm, I'm not willing to be cut off from Christ. About,
1: you know, even at a smaller level, what about Bacon.
0: Well, I mean that's different. I mean, but I'm I'm not willing to that be cut off that from Christ. Is, I'm not willing joke. to do anything.
1: But I mean, St. Paul is saying that in in Romans nine.
0: But I think it's hyperbole. Yeah,
1: it may be hyperbolic. I, I don't. I don't
0: think he's actually willing to be cut off from Christ.
1: But he's saying he he, he loves them so much right. that he's willing to. That's what I'm saying. That going, it's it's a it's going
0: back to he, you he's know, making a statement of charity and and love and it's an expression. I think because I don't think. He's actually willing to be cut off from Christ because that's the only thing that matters. Right. So I think that, yeah, I think that it goes, it goes back to
1: like at the beginning of this episode or beginning of this topic, we said, you know, it, it, it's about understanding truth and reality and, and thinking of yourself less, thinking, understanding that God is the creator and you are not it's God. Not about,
0: it's not about thinking about yourself less, it's about thinking about yourself correctly.
1: Yes, abs- I'm sorry. Yeah, that's yes.
0: You're right. Um, but you know, understanding that God is the creator
1: and that you can do nothing that is good without His grace. Yeah, and 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 once you receive His grace, uh, you know, Saint Paul even talks about like he has this anguish. He has this anguish that these the that that people are struggling, people are, are are suffering, and people don't understand Christ. You know, Christ's glory and you know Christ's grace. That, that can fill your life and he, uh, so he says he has this anguish that he, he can't get to all these people that's why he like he's traveling all over the place it, it didn't matter if his ship was wrecked it doesn't matter if he was mm-hmm. you know the, they were all sick it didn't matter if he was getting bit by a snake it, didn't, it like he didn't care he was just trying to get to all these people because he had this heart like this 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 struggle in in, in himself of i i, I can't I I can't let this be by, it it can't be my own thing. It has to be, I have to tell other people about this. And I was just thinking, like, man, when was the last time that I was driven to such compassion about somebody else who was less fortunate than me? Or when was the last time that I was, I like, you know, I cared so much that I was willing to go that far with, as St. Paul did, uh, to, to be able to, to, to tell them about Christ, tell them about my relationship with Christ. So you let know, me
0: let me ask you this: How does a person grow in humility?
1: Uh, I think that, so. There's there's several ways of, of growing in humility. Actually, Saint Benedict has uh, twelve steps, basically, of of how to grow in humility. And Saint Thomas actually talks about uh, about it in the Summa. I actually looked that up, so uh, you can go and look this up. But I mean, a lot of it is fear in the Lord, understanding that God is is the creator, and that mm-hmm. you can do nothing. Out of his, you know, that is good without him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, also, one of the things that it says in this book, it says, "Remind yourself daily that you're going to die, your mor- mortality." Right. Yeah. Because uh, you,
0: momentum mori. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah absolutely. And so uh, another thing is uh, uh, silence and solitude was another thing that Saint Benedict said. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he said also because you said,
0: encounter yourself in silence
1: and you understand. Yeah, and God God speaks in whispers. Right. You know. So uh, confess your sins. Uh, daily, you know, understand, like, examining your conscience, understand that's what where I, you're I think falling. That's,
0: I think that's one of the biggest ones. Practical things you can do is uh, better do a better job examining your conscience daily. So they also or multiple say, times a day.
1: Patience. Patience is one of the biggest things of growing in humility. Hmm. Embracing the suffering patiently and uh, being able to, to obey obediently, even if it's not something that you want to do. So, Anyway, this book, Humility of Heart, is phenomenal. I think it it goes great uh, throughout this Lenten time. I think that we just gotta, man, we just gotta love our neighbor. We gotta love each other, so that way we can, uh, you know, get everybody to heaven and see this glory that God has.
0: Yeah. Amen. All right, this whiskey was awesome as well. Totally. More of the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Okay, so we're going to finish these last twelve steps to humility by Saint Benedict.
1: Yeah, because we just finished for that, the for the podcast, and obviously, I went a little crazy. Uh, Juan was like, "Listen, dude, you were almost speaking in tongues," um, and obviously, I got a little I got a little carried away, which I apologize. There was just so much that I wanted to talk about, and I, I
0: was really enjoying it. Well. I was enjoying gonna, I was I'm, enjoying your what's passion. Gonna,
1: what's gonna end up happening is I'm gonna e- go back and listen to this and Don't be embarrassed. Do that. Don't do that. Yeah. I'm gonna be, I'll be embarrassed. But you know why? Don't because I'm just thinking about humility. what other people are thinking about me and not like you know so you're gonna grow you know in what? humility. You guys can just think whatever you
0: want to me. Yeah. You know what? One I thing, just want you guys to love Jesus. You you know that's what, all I care one about. One thing I've learned about myself is the 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 bigger the more I grow in humility, the bigger my biceps get. Can you believe really? that? Can you believe that? You're that low on humility. That's how humble I am. Wow. Look at that. that and that's my left arm. Wow. Yeah. It's really incredible. That's it. <laughs> that's one word for it.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, so so St. Benedict has these 12 steps. That joke
0: was for Jim. That was for you, Jim. That was for you, Jim. Uh,
1: so, oh, real quick, before we go to these 12 steps, I did want to talk. <laughs> I did I did want to say one thing real quick because it, in this book, it's, it was something that like kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, he said something that's worse uh pride of the poor is worse than pride of the rich which when i read that i was like hmm
0: that's that's an interesting thought like being proud of your poverty
1: or yeah or or, or just being proud like even though i'm poor look how look how i'm you know almost like uh the pharisees like look at look how i'm suffering look how i'm
0: you know hmm. uh, I, I don't have anything and I'm doing the. But it I'm going to be honest. I don't think I know anybody like that, who's like well, really proud of how poor they are,
1: or how are their struggle, or you know whatever. Anyway. Oh, it,
0: okay. I might. I I have maybe encountered people. I've who encountered are like,
1: people who are like I struggled. Who are like so real much.
0: pessimistic, and they you know are like a, you can tell they kind of enjoy complaining. People who like to complain, mm-hmm. you know, like oh well, you know, the other day this bad thing, and it's like you don't even. You're excited about all these bad things happening, so you can complain about it. You love complaining about how terrible things are for you, don't you? Right. I think people know. Everybody knows people like that. Jim, I'm not looking at you. I'm not. Well, you are. Well, I mean, I'm physically looking at him, but not, not metaphorically. Okay. Good. So anyway, I thought I thought that was interesting because
1: it's uh, because they you know the rich you know uh it, they say it's easier to be humble in adversity. Than in prosperity, you know, and so if you're doing, you know, things that are happening, good are from the gift of God, mm-hmm. and so if, like if you if you don't have anything, but yet you're still proud of who you are, like what you are doing, yeah, uh, that that's
0: that's and the issue. Pride is a it's a complicated word, especially in English, and especially in maybe America, because we use. pride the word pride in a good way sometimes. Like, right. you know, be proud, be proud of, of your work. Be proud of I'm, an, uh, I'm proud, proud American. I'm proud to be an American. Uh, right. You know, like, I'm proud of the way I behaved. You mm-hmm. know, uh, take pride in your work. You know, that's something... You, so it's, a, it's kind of a double-edged sword, that particular word, because you should be proud. You should do things with pride. hmm You know, do them the right way, and you should be proud. I hope that you're proud... Like when you do your examination of conscience at the end of the day, I hope you're proud of your behavior for the day, mm-hmm. but not that it was full of pride. Right.
1: And that's the thing about humility, right? It's like, Lord, give me humility. And then, you, you know, you start becoming humble and you're like, look, I'm humble. And as soon as you say I'm humble, you're no longer humble, but right. you're
0: prideful. I mean, at least that's the way it is for a lot of for people. For a lot of Not you. Not oh, for me.
1: You're the exception. But it, it's, this, it's right. this terrible thing of- It's
0: like me and Moses- because, you know, Moses, he wrote the first five books of the Bible. And in Genesis, you will encounter a verse that says, Moses was the most humble man that ever lived. And he wrote that about himself. It's pretty so funny. It became it's vain. pretty funny. No, in all humility, he wrote it. He was the most humble man who ever lived. But that, And thus, it was true.
1: But... That's the thing about humility, right? Is as soon as you start thinking, look how humble. Look, look what I'm doing. Look, look, look at, look at these, look at these things that I've, I've uh, you know, the vices that I've conquered. Look at all these yeah. things that I've started doing. I'm no longer saying these words that I used to say. I'm no longer doing these things that I used to do. Yeah, because not... these
0: are profound half truths. Because maybe you have conquered all these vices, but and in, in if you say, look at the things that I have done, you should say, look at the things the Lord, look at all the vices the Lord has conquered in me. Because right. once again, you didn't do them. The it was, Lord. It was all. It, it was all.
1: It's all all from J C. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, but let's okay. let's get to these twelve. Okay, so he, how to grow in humility? Because yeah, just 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 actually thing. actually briefly, the because <laughs> when we talked about this humility is, is we, like we, thinking we, about yourself less. Mm-hmm. Uh, over this episode, I was thinking, why is it the people? How is it that people have associated that? And I think that as you grow in in humility and you think about yourself more maybe, because I don't think that it's actually, I don't think you can grow in humility by thinking about yourself less. I think that you will grow in uh, something, that's not going to ever grow you in humility. You actually need to sit there and ponder yourself. You must intentionally think about yourself in order to grow in humility. So you must gaze upon yourself with true eyes to see who you really are. That's why silence is one of those things, because you encounter yourself. If you're pushing yourself aside, no, I'm not going to think about myself. I'm only going to think about other people. You will never grow in humility. You might grow in charity, but you will not grow in humility, because you must think about yourself, so that you can think and learn to think rightly about yourself. And so as you grow in humility and understand, and you come to understand your poverty, your poverty of virtue, your poverty of of anything— of, of all things good, and that it is only Christ who can accomplish these things through you, you begin, you begin to have room now in that realization of your poverty. Now you have room for more charity. And so you begin to think mm-hmm. of other people more because you understand the truth of yourself. But first, one must come, if you intentionally, if you try... To think of yourself less, as the saying goes, you'll never actually come to know yourself the right way.
1: Yes, so I think I think that as long as you understand that when you're saying you're thinking of yourself, you're realizing that you can do nothing except through Christ. You know, it's the moment that as soon as you say, "I have conquered this sin," and I I'm no longer struggling with the virtue of or, or the vice of. Uh, Whatever it is, X, mm-hmm. you know what happens. You end you up fa- in pride. You, you grow in pride, and you end up falling again. Right. You know, as soon as as soon as you start th- thinking of that, you end up falling. Like whatever that 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 vice is that you you think you, that you've conquered. As soon as you start like thinking that I have done this, yeah. you end up falling. I mean, that's why in confession we've all said the same sins over and over again. Yeah. And we think as we go because in confession you're supposed to give a true act of contrition that. That I'm no longer going to do this, and you you're, you resolve to say I'm not going to do yeah. this any longer.
0: The near occasion of sin, right? Right. Well, I mean that's why the way is narrow, because if you deviate even a little bit from the path, you, you quickly find yourself no longer on the path because the path is narrow. Right. The way to hell is wide. Mm-hmm. There are many, many, many ways, and this yeah. to find to find hell, but the way to heaven is narrow. Mm-hmm. So you must you must stay ch- straight and true. Uh, and so like even though you may have conquered that that vice, that is maybe true. you have to may- stay firm in that reality, stay grounded in the in the earth, in the dirt, that I didn't conquer that. Mm-hmm. I am nothing but the dirt. It was Christ who conquered that in me. me.
1: right. And I think that's what I was trying to get at the very end was it was basically you know was saying like, because of Christ. Because he has worked through me, mm-hmm. that I that I have done like I deserve none of this. I deserve none of this. The things that that have happened to me, and because he is you know, he has worked through me, I I'm working through this this theosis of becoming like him. And because I'm doing this, and because I'm coming closer to the truth, because I'm coming closer to to to, to Christ Himself, it is. It is infectious. I have to tell you about it because it is right. who I now am. Yeah. I'm now becoming like God. I'm now becoming, you know, so much to the point of, like, I want you to see not me but Christ.
0: Yeah, and so this is very important because if you think that you're very, very special, then of course Christ love you. Of course he would love you. You're awesome. You know, of, why wouldn't he love me? Look at me.
1: Well, you're conforming him to you, not you but, to him. But <laughs> if you first
0: realize that your own poverty and just the depth of your brokenness. Right. Then the fact that Christ love you all of a sudden becomes this miracle. You know, how could Christ love me? What mm-hmm. have I done? Mm-hmm. But if you if you think if you if you have this inflated view of yourself, then all of a sudden Christ's love is not so not so unexpected. It's not so miraculous. Like, well yeah, I'm awesome. Of course he loves me. I mean, look at me. Eche homo. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Okay? You should see me with my shirt off. I look fantastic. You know, if that's your own view of yourself. You know, that might be true. I mean, but uh, Christ's love for you is not it's not such this it's not such a big deal. But if you look at yourself the way things really are mm-hmm. and you say, wow, I am just broken in every way. Now the fact that Christ's that Christ loves you is this uh, you know, monumental it's a miracle that he would love you. Why would anyone right. love me? Right. There's nothing to love in me other than the fact that he is in me right okay And so if you realize that, now all of a sudden Christ's love, Becomes profound mm-hmm. because if you are truly great, then the distance between you and Him is small. Right. Even though I mean it's in, it's still infinite, infinite. But, but but you but, see you see what I mean. Right. Um, you've shortened the distance between yourself and infinity, so to speak. Okay. Wrap
1: your wrap your mind around that.
0: Right. Okay, but but that's why Christ's love is so important uh, in us because He has come all the way all the way to our brokenness. Right. And he and has he, filled it he, with himself. And
1: he yeah, he humbled himself to become us. Right. You know, because the, the God man became human to give us this this uh this model of like listen, I humbled myself
0: and became one of you. Yeah. That's why it's important that the word humility means dirt because God brought himself into the dirt. Mm-hmm. He brought himself down to the dirty. mm mm-hmm. Mhm in order to find us and to make us to, so that we might participate in that theosis that you mentioned. It is beautiful like that we might be lifted up out of the dirt. Mm-hmm. You know, we in fact we are made from the dirt. God formed man out of the dirt. Mm-hmm. And then he breathed himself, he breathed so it's like the dirt and humility if you don't understand the dirt mm-hmm. and that we were made from it and that he has he has snatched us and lifted us exalted us above what we what we are you know like this is this is humility knowing that I am nothing I'm profoundly nothing um, and that you know even Mary would have viewed herself as you know being perfect a mm-hmm. perfect creation perfect in her uh, resignation to the divine will even she was nothing but a worm compared to God mm. you know and and she's the greatest of all of all of us, mm-hmm. um, but she was still just a pitiful, pitiful thing, compared to God's glory. That's humility, knowing that we are what we are, and that doesn't mean that we should have a negative view of ourselves.
1: No, because the virtue of hope shows that, like, listen, God has given us all these
0: things. Right. It's not like I should say, oh, I'm, I'm worthless. Right. I'm not, I'm not worthy of it. You know, it's like, no, you are worthless and you're not worthy of anything. But, but Christ, Christ loves but, you. But, but Christ has died for us. He became one of us. Right. And he you know, loves you. It's it's not about putting yourself down, you know, and just like bury, hiding, you know, wearing a, 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 veil, a black veil. Everyone's like, don't look at me. I'm <laughs> hideous. Right. You know, that's not what we're talking about here. Christ made you. Right. He loves you. This he is great. died for you. It's great. You know, but you're broken and like, but it's all still great. Right. I had this uh, misconception when I was
1: younger of like, okay, when I was like first going to confession, I was like trying to think of like, you know, the sins that I committed and I thought like, okay, well, maybe all of my sins only amounted to, like, maybe one scourging at the pillar. Yeah. You know, I had this, like, warped view of understanding of, you know, thinking like, no, 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 maybe all I did was make him suffer a little bit. Uh-huh. And I didn't understand that. No, no, no. As a perfect being, God, one thing uh, totally totally nullifies that. Right. You know, and makes it, like, where he has to die for you infinitely.
0: Right, yeah, because God is an infinite an infinite, infinite being, good. Even the slightest, the tiniest venial sin that you could ever think of is still bears an infinite penalty because it's against an infinite God. So what's like point zero 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 one times infinity? Infinity. Right. Because it's times infinity. One once at one is whipping the off. lash. He's whipping lash. Anyway, I just wanted to get that yeah, point about think- thinking less about yourself. It's not about. It's because when we realize who we are, we think about ourselves less only because we now have more room for charity and charity draws our attention towards the other. Yes. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It draws us. It becomes so infectious that you can't help but telling people about right. it.
0: Right, you, you learn through charity to see Christ in other people, which is very difficult sometimes, especially with some people. And I, like, it's hard. Certain people make it really hard to see Christ in them. It's so hard. I and mean, that's, and that's why just, re- that's just true. It's
1: incredible that JP, too, like, could see Christ in everybody.
0: Yeah, well, that's because he, he really, he had a lot of practice. Right, it was
1: phenomenal. And also, he was really holy. So Super you know, holy. More okay. Better. So, the uh, 12...
0: The 12- Adam, he had more grace than you. So, it's like, what can you do? It's not well, fair. It's not It's not, not
1: fair. like he wasn't like... Sa- yeah, he was sacrificing I'd a lot like more. to
0: see what JP2 could have done with the measly amount of grace that I get. Okay.
1: <laughs> I think it's because... It, yeah, I think it's more on like... What- I'm just
0: kidding, Jesus. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Okay. And now so, everybody else knows I was kidding too. Because Jesus already knew I was kidding, but I'm afraid about all these other people who didn't <laughs> know I was kidding.
1: Okay. So the 12 uh, steps for humility.
0: Why don't you start over it Benedict. with number one? Because it was so long time ago. It was so long ago that fear we... Fear of the Lord. To, fear of the Lord. Number one. Fear I, of the he Lord. He does scare me sometimes. So.
1: It's, yeah. It's because I, I love him so much. I don't want to not do what he asks.
0: The other day was an adoration hiding behind the pews. No, you are not. No. You are not. I wasn't.
1: Okay. Okay, number two, uh, not my will, but your your will, O oh Lord. Mm-hmm. It's it's not the conforming yeah. of my, you know, I want your will, God, to conform to what I want. Like, I want these things, and I want you to give them to me. I want you to be like this uh, spiritual ATM, like where I, I ask for these things, mm-hmm. and you give them to me. No, 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 no it's not that. It's yeah. that God knows exactly what's going to make you perfectly happy and, and bring you closer to him, uh, in eternal life, yeah. and so He knows what you need to do. You have to conform your will to His, which is the ultimate toughest thing. I mean, it so is. I,
0: well, that's what I was going to say. Is that uh, really, if you do this, it's scary. It really is scary. Yeah, because I, you're, I you're, have been very afraid. There have been moments where I was praying, saying, "Yes, Lord, I want, I want absolutely Your will." But I realized there was like this one thing that I was afraid. Well, what if God asked me to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what if he asked me to quit my job, right? And go full time ministry? I mean, or something like that. I would. I don't. The, I don't want to do that, right? You know, and that's one of those things. Like, well, if he called me to do that, I would say, I know what I would do. I was like, well, you know, we need to be real patient here and discerning. <laughs> you know, be real prudent when you know before we do anything. And I just got to be absolutely sure that this is what God's calling me to do. Whereas if it's other things. I'll act, you know, right away because I had the feeling God was calling me to do something, you know. Right. Uh, but I realized I wasn't a hundred percent willing, and but that was a grace in that moment that I had that realization. That was God reaching down to me, saying, "Hey, I hear your prayer, but here's the truth about yourself. Here's mm-hmm. the here's the humility." Right. And so it was really, it was actually very beautiful because I I was able to then say, "Okay, you're right, God." Actually, I'm afraid. And I just was very honest with him. I'm afraid of of, of praying this that, prayer. That going... I'm afraid, God, you're going to ask me to do this. Right. And I don't want to. And you already know that. But help me with this, because I, I need you. To, and that was just such a... That was actually a very powerful moment for me in my prayer life, this is, you know, several years ago.
1: Okay, so this, this right here dovetails perfectly into the next one. I wa- so I want to pick this okay, up. Okay,
0: that's the whole story. So.
1: so okay, so it's perfect. So the next one is uh, that he was obedient unto death. So martyrs. It, uh, in this book humility of heart they talk, he talks about martyrs and he talks about how martyrs there's there's different types of martyrs right they're, they're ones who like was rejoif- yeah. like dread martyrs and white martyrs uh, yeah. Yeah, well or yeah even ones that are like they're joyful to go to their death like I am dying for the Lord I don't care if they're how they're k- killing me I don't care how much su- I'm suffering I am dying for the Lord and then there were martyrs that were not necessarily excited about suffering yeah. They were not excited about dying, Mm -hmm. but they were going to do it because they stood
0: for the truth. I think Saint Peter was that way. I don't think Saint Peter was necessarily like chomping at the bit to go and die. I mean, as the tradition goes, he was actually leaving Jerusalem when he encountered Jesus carrying a cross. This is, you know, this is the small T tradition in that he said, "Jesus, what are you doing?" And he said, "Well, I'm carrying. I'm going to die because you're you're leaving." And so I'm going to die in your place because you're leaving. I was calling you to come here, be here as a martyr, and you're fleeing I the town. I haven't heard that. Before. Yeah, he encountered. He had this counter Jesus carrying a cross, hmm. and it was Peter's cross he was carrying, hmm. and he was heading into Jeru. I'm sorry, into Rome, not Jerusalem, uh, as Peter was leaving Rome. And so Peter, of course, was convicted by this encounter and went back and died. Right. Yeah. And
1: so it's not about. It's not necessarily about. Uh, whether you're just so joyful about and like embracing the suffering mm-hmm. but you understand that no 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 I I'm doing this I it, it's the disposition of I I'm making sure that I'm doing this out of the love of Christ because I think there's a lot of people who even uh will you know there's a lot of stoics in the past who will enjoy little different types of suffering but they're not doing it out of out of love for the lord mm-hmm. they're doing sure, it they're right. doing it for their own gratification of mm-hmm. saying like look what I it's can a, do it's a, it's a pride yeah yeah. and so uh understand like you don't necessarily have to enjoy or be joyful about the suffering that you're going to do in fact
0: I don't know that if you're enjoying it is it really suffering I suppose that it still could it be. Can if, be if if you are totally it saturated be. with christ with with charity and with if you burned with you know out of love for Christ then you couldn't actually mm-hmm. enjoy the suffering and that's the next one is embrace suffering patiently and obediently but if you're embracing it patiently and obediently, it still could really suck.
1: Sure, no doubt. Yeah, and it may not be
0: something you want to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, but it,
1: again, it goes back to: is, is it that I is it my will that I want, or is it Christ's will that I want? And maybe the reason why that I, I I'm I'm struggling with this is because I had some some issue with pride before, or maybe uh, maybe not. But I mean, this is the you know this is the thing that you have to you have to think about is mm-hmm. is Am I am I conforming is it because I want to do it or is it because it it's Christ's
0: will? Right. Is it my will or Good his question. will? Good question. Good
1: question. Okay, so the next the next one is
0: uh uh confess our sins and faults. Yeah, and I mentioned I think this is a really big one, examining your conscience. I think in the beginning, you know, if you're saying, uh, you know, how do I grow? What's the first step? I think it really, this might be the first step. Mm-hmm. Fear of the Lord, that's like a difficult one practically speaking, like fear you know fear of the lord okay like how do i do that how do i do fear of the lord you know what i'm saying it's it's one of those things you kind of learn subtly over time i think it's not something that you can just say this is how you do fear of the lord you just you just i don't uh, know honor him and fear him and you come to understand him but but pr- i mean like practically things that you can action items
1: i don't know I don't know if I, I. don't know if I agree with that. You
0: think you think fear of the Lord could be an action item?
1: Yeah, because I think I think that you can be. Uh, you don't want to disappoint.
0: But here's what I'm saying: is like, when it comes to examining your conscience, you can say, "Boom! I have done that today. I examine my conscience." Mm-hmm. You know, it's something you can. It's actually an action, whereas fear of the Lord is more of like a disposition that you learn, that you have. Now you can maybe do you can maybe do a meditation that kind of brings you into fear of the Lord, you know. But it's not that's a little bit more. It's hard to just live fear of the you know to just have it Mm -hmm. throughout the day. Whereas examining your conscience, you can say, "Boom, yes, I took action. I did that." You know what I'm saying? So I think from a practical standpoint, this might be first step examine your, learn to examine your conscience. And I'm talking to myself here, because this is something that's very, can be very difficult, especially once you reach that point in your spiritual life where you stop committing mortal sins. And yes, that is a place that you will reach. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is, it is, it is very possible. It's not possible. You should do it. Everybody, everybody's called to. Like, you... This is, like, the place where you stop committing mortal sins is very, very, very beginner in the spiritual life. Not to say that you'll never commit one again in your life. Right. I still, I mean, I know, I'm very aware of the fact that I am capable of great sin if if I, if I fail in vigilance, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but examining your conscience is something that's difficult for me to do. Um, I just don't do it very well. I'll try... And I feel uh, like a total idiot going to confession sometimes just because like, these are the things I'm just, I honestly, like this is all I came up with and I know that there's more, but it's only because I fail. So I end up confessing that I'm terrible at examining my conscience, Conscience. you know, and if I was better at that, I'd have a lot better stuff to tell you today, but this is just my, this is, this is the best I can do right now, you know? Yeah. Um, But... This is a very practical step in growing humility because it's, once again, thinking about yourself like we talked about. Examining your conscience is specifically mm. leaving everybody else. The, you're excluding every person in creation except yourself. You're not thinking about other people's sins. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about what other people did today. I'm only thinking about me. And so, like once again, this is how much our culture has uh, misconstrued what humility is. Thinking about yourself less? No. I think it's thinking about yourself more. But thinking about yourself rightly. Because unless you do that, you'll never grow in humility. Because you don't ignore yourself. You need to know yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to know exactly who you are. So, examining your conscience, maybe throughout the day. mm
1: mm-hmm. so Okay, easier sorry. Easier said than that, that. That
0: was, that was uh, long-winded, but... No, I... Gonna, I, that whole that whole monologue was to me. I was talking to myself. I
1: mean, I do that all the time.
0: Yeah, that's
1: what this show is all about. I know. Everything that we've always said is like, yeah. Listen, I I just I, I'm really bad at this, so I'm going to talk about it, right. and like other people may also agree. Hopefully, with this. yeah. Um. So the, the next one was, uh, be content with with lowliness. Yeah. Which. Okay, so that goes right back to uh, what I was talking about earlier with St. Paul when he was saying, like, listen, I know I have been given this knowledge. Mm-hmm. I know that this is the right way. Yeah. But even though you're not ready for this knowledge, you're not ready to— your your spiritual disposition isn't prepared for this knowledge, like, I, I feel that all the time when I'm reading the Summa. Yeah. You know, I'm like, reading this, I'm like, I don't, I, you know. See, I, when I,
0: I think of St. Paul with this, but I think of the verses when he talks about boasting of his weaknesses. He talks about how if, if, yeah. if, if I will boast, I will boast of my weaknesses because it's in my weakness that I am made strong.
1: Yeah, because uh, right after that he says he boasts, like, it's not because I'm boasting of my own weaknesses, because I'm boasting because Christ knows me. And because Christ knows me, and he knows how weak I am, and the only way I'm
0: able to do anything is through him. He says, I'm boasting of my weaknesses, because at at the same time, you look at what he's accomplished. He does, he has done, he's done much, but he says it's important that he boasts of his weaknesses, because in his weakness, he's made strong, because now all of a sudden it's in my weakness that christ is now able to come and mm-hmm. accomplish something because if i'm if i'm not weak mm-hmm. then i'm prideful right because i i am weak
1: right okay the next the next one is uh, understand our uh, mediocrity Get that okay that,
0: that's kind of the same
1: yeah uh, keep the rule is the next one which this is, is saint benedict's Benedict. yeah. rule
0: so he's writing this to his monks make sure to keep the rule
1: uh, the next one is, is silence and solitude which we, we, we kind of discussed earlier.
0: Yeah, meditation. Uh, you encounter yourself. Once again.
1: If you, haven't, if you haven't read The Power of Silence by Cardinal Thoreau, that's right. that, that's read that.
0: Yeah. Um, Pascal, he said that all of man's problems come down to the fact that he can't spend an hour, hour. in a room with himself. Right. Uh, number 10 is uh, keep your
1: peace in times of laughter, which I thought was very interesting.
0: That is interesting. Uh,
1: because... Especially for guys, there there are times where maybe inappropriate jokes, maybe something that offhand remarks that make you laugh, hmm. uh, you know, it goes back to this balance.
0: Keep your peace in times of laughter.
1: And, I, I, I you know, it, hmm. to me, it just goes back to this idea of balance, of understanding who you are and understanding, like, you know, maybe this is not the this isn't the time to be laughing. I don't know.
0: That is interesting. Hmm, Okay.
1: That that's just my under. I, I mean, I don't like
0: know. it seems like times of laughter are very peaceful. Anyway, I mean, like well, there can be times where that's you're why nervous. you're laughing. I mean, maybe you don't laugh if it's not, you know, like if you try to tell a joke in the middle of like. You know that moment when the king like gives some like rigorous or like speech like let's go into battle charge and like you're going yeah running into battle like if a guy next to you tells a joke as you're running into battle it's not funny. No. I mean, are you gonna I laugh? Mean,
1: it could. be. I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
0: it could be. It could be funny if you're like in a foxhole and you're about to die and like, it's <laughs> it's like, like hey, you know, that could be like. A moment for a really weird joke. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, hey, we're going to die, but, you know, whatever. You, just, you Try the chicken. But, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, but that's not like. But my socks has holes in them. Uh, right. Yeah. I didn't think I'd die in brown socks. You know, yeah. like, anyway. Uh, if, you're, if it's not a peaceful situation, it's just not funny. You're not going to be. La- laughter tends to be in peace. So I'm not sure what this means, but I'll bet it means something really good.
1: Better, better than what you even imagined. Better,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, n- number 11 is speak calmly and modestly. And mm. then number 12 is everlasting
0: humility and meekness. How do you grow in humility? Everlasting humility. You should just be humble. Number 12. Yeah. Be. Have you tried number 12? <laughs> if you tried to just be humble? You know who didn't try number 12? Judas. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't try number 12. Everlasting humility and meekness. Yeah. You know what happened to him?
1: Yes, I do. Read the Bible. Right. So, But uh,
0: speak calmly and modestly. Modestly, that's really good. I think if you're looking for something to, left to do, like in Lent, if you want mm-hmm. like, hey, let's ramp it up here at the end of Lent, uh, a good suggestion is don't speak first.
1: Hmm. Someone yeah.
0: says something, hey, just pump the brakes before you respond. Jim, what do you have to say? Jim is the master at this. Yeah, he is really
1: good at that. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: But no, I just, hey, restrain your tongue. Yeah, I know that you want to say something. I have things to say. Don't. I'm not going to do that, but you can do it. Right. And especially if you and I are talking. You know what? Why don't you hold your tongue? I'll go first. For the sake of your humility. All right. I'm done. Are you good with that? Yeah. Let's go. All right.